Hi there, this is John Bryan from the UCU Northern Region Office and I'm joined by Joyce McAndrew. How are you doing, Joyce? I'm doing fine, thank you, John. Good, good. It's good to good to have you with us. And we're talking about the new guidance issued on the 2nd of July 2020 from the government about what FE colleges have to do from September. So the actual guidance is called what FE colleges and providers will need to do from the start of the 2020 autumn term. And I know that it's something that we've been reading and discussing over the last couple of days. It's available on the gov.uk website. And I guess the first thing we need to talk about is what that means for our representatives in colleges and what, what do you think they need to do, first of all? Well, obviously, you know, we're talking about a whole different ball game come September. Um, and clearly the managements need to relook at their risk assessments. And I would be advising reps in colleges to speak to the management as soon as possible. Get some ideas of what their thinking is so that we can input into that at the earliest possible, possible time. Yeah, and looking at the... Um... Looking at the guidance, it does talk about re-looking at the risk assessment and making sure that you involve employees and union reps in that. And I guess the basic thing is, is that the, you know, the risks haven't really changed. We're still talking about COVID-19 and what that means for people. That's right. And I would also advise reps to, to re-look at the advice and the guidance on the UCU website on hazards and risks uh, because it, it's still the same. That's right. And, you know, looking at what the guidance says, it does say this is the message really for college managers. You should revisit and update risk assessments, building on the learning to date and the practices already developed to consider the additional risks and control measures to enable a return of all learners from September and you should also review and update wider risk assessments and consider if additional controls are needed. So I suppose one of the things that we need to do is make sure that we learn from what's happened in June with the start back that colleges have had. So we'll kind of be saying to our representative, make sure that you ask members who have been back to work what it's been like. That's right. Um, and you know, it, it is important to find out from members if they have any concerns. Um, it might be, you know, if they've got two or three people in the class, that that's one thing. But if we're talking about substantially greater numbers, um, we need to know what what concerns our members might have. Yeah, and I guess speaking to members at this time of year in July, you know, that might be a little bit difficult if some of them are on annual leave, I guess. Yes, I mean, we're, we're coming up to the period of annual leave, aren't we? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's quite critical that we try and get some information before people go away um, and just try and engage with them. And I guess one of the key things that we want to do is make sure that members themselves raise their concerns and anything that they can identify as being a problem. We want them to raise them either with the union or with their managers directly, I guess. Yes, uh, and, and we should certainly be encouraging members to um, voice their concerns to their, their managers. 
um, but also let let us know. Yeah, and I mean, there will be learners themselves who may well be worried about that, and clearly that's an issue, but there will be, amongst the workforce, there'll be some groups of, of workers who will be very concerned about going back to work if they've been shielding or if they've been living with someone shielding. I mean, there's specific advice for that in the guidance about what people should do. Um, is there anything that you can think that we need to kind of make either members or reps aware of in particular? Well, I think as we've gone through the, the risk assessment process leading up to the wider opening in June, um, we've been very clear that um, those who are more vulnerable need to be um, considered differently and the, 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 the management need to think of any adjustments that they might need to make, particularly for them. Um, you know, it, there's still advice out there saying, you know, if you can work from home, work from home. Um, if people can't work from home, then the the employer needs to think, well, is there anything additional that I can do to, to try and, uh, well, not try, but actually protect these people, uh, um, uh, you know, so, so that, you know, they, they're, they're in a much safer situation. Now, that might mean changing the, the the work that they're doing or reorganizing how work is done and if they can work from home then those people should be allowed to work from home yeah and there's specific bit in the guidance about the workforce and it says although it says that we expect that most staff will attend work it does go on to say that it remains the case that wider government policy advises those who can work from home to do so and clearly that's, I guess, the first stage we'll, we'll be saying with those individuals who might see themselves as being more at risk is can you do something at home rather than have to attend the workplace? Yeah. But, when they, but when they do have to attend the workplace and it's about what are the sorts of things that the college managers can do to make that safe. That's right. Yes, yes. And I guess one of the things that we would advise people to do is to make sure that they look specifically at, at the government guidance, particularly if they're pregnant. So it does say staff who are pregnant, it says as a general principle, pregnant women are in the clinically vulnerable category and are advised to follow the relevant guidance on staying alert and safe social distancing. So th there will be groups of members who are very concerned about this and I guess we'd advise them to speak to managers, to speak to their representatives and to come to the regional office if, if need be. That's right. And um, the, the, the reps as well, if they, um, you know, aren't certain about things to certainly get in touch with us in the regional office. And, and we'll we'll be supporting the, the, the reps as we have been up to, to this point. And I guess one of the other things that colleges need to consider is mental health and well-being. And there's again, there's a specific section on this in the guidance where it talks about many learners and staff members will be feeling uncertain and anxious at this time. And I guess one of the things we need to do is try and make sure that our representatives flag that issue with managers so that they start to be a bit more proactive about that and maybe plan for something which they can foresee would be an issue. That's right. And and I think not not only the um 
mental health concerns around COVID, but also if if people are having to work in in a different way, and the government is saying that you know if somebody if a student can't attend college, then they should do um, remote learning. So that is going to mean that that our members are going to have to not only do face to face, but also do online learning. And we just need to make sure that people aren't being overloaded. Um, and that's something that I think management can foresee and should be thinking about now. How are they going to control the, the, the workloads um, of their staff? Yeah, workload will be a particular issue, given that they, people may well be doing different things in September, different things that they're used to doing and one of the things in the guidance says that we do expect colleges to provide a full program of study and training offer for learners of all ages from your normal term start date in September 2020 so that will bring its own issues in terms of workload and I guess we're saying our representatives and members need to make that aware to managers so that they can begin to take that into consideration. Indeed um I, I i think it that that is going to be you know uh, quite quite a concern for for people um that um they're going to be expected to juggle everything really um I, and and management need to think about that now and plan for it now so you know people aren't being put in that position where they're just going to be overworked and potentially ill because of it yeah, yeah. And I guess one of the things that may happen is if there are local lockdowns or if people are showing symptoms and need to self-isolate or indeed they're contacted through the government's track and trace system, that people may have to do things differently and there may well be an increase in remote learning and blended learning. And there is there is guidance on and support for that, which is mentioned in the in the guidance so it says that support is available to improve your online and blended learning and assessment offer and i guess we'll be pointing college managers and our members and representatives to that to make sure that they can take account of you know any changes that happen in individual circumstances or with groups of learners where they might have to you know um, isolate a whole group of learners i guess yes and it, it may well be that if um, you know, time is given now for people to, to, to think about this and plan for it, then that's going to be an awful lot easier um, if it's needed. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the case that people need to start planning for it now, because as you say, people can foresee a whole number of these different things. So I guess just to recap on some of the things that we want members and representatives to take account of. We do need representatives to take this up quite early with management, you know, get talking about it, ask them if they've started to consider about the new guidance that's come out and involve our members in that as well. Um, are there any tips that you can think of in terms of doing that, Joyce? Well, all, all I would say is, you know, reps might want to think of maybe doing a very quick survey with with members. That might be a really quick way in in getting some information. Um, just just you know, if just a few questions asking, you know, what might your concerns be? 
Um, and, and I think that will be really helpful for them when talking to management. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, and just to say that we've got, the UCU have got advice on our website. You can find it on the front page of the website, the COVID-19 section. If you click on that, it's got the latest advice to FE branches about what to do and how to get ready for you know, the reopening of colleges on a larger scale in September, as well as the guidance the government have got. Um, any final tips for anyone, Joyce, before we sign off here? Um, uh, other than just making sure that they, they stay in touch. And, you know, if, if, if reps have any issues at all, please do, do come to us. Uh, this is all new uh, to, to everybody, um, but we're here to help. Thanks, Joyce. That's useful advice. Thanks very much. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Take care now. Thanks, John.